At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Nightcap Hour 3 on a Friday, or for those of you on the East Coast, happy Saturday. It's the weekend. That's Sean King. He's fired up for his Dukies to take on UNC in the finale of Coach K at Cameron Indoor. I am Tim Murray, and uh, excited to have our next guest on. You can check out his website. Uh, He updates his bracket each and every night. It's at BracketWag. And he's doing a really neat thing uh, with a handful of other bracketologists. I know they had Joe Lenardi on today having live Zoom uh, calls uh, for a mock committee. They had, uh, uh, and you could follow that at 2022 Mock MBB on Twitter. It is Shelby Mass. Shelby, really appreciate you jumping on and, and a lot of things to hit on. And, and I want to start with Duke because, you know, Sean and I have been talking about this quite a bit. Um, you know, their resume under most normal years with the win-loss record would be a, a lock for a one seed. But just because of the where the ACC is, uh, that's, you know, that's a tricky spot, right? They play UNC this weekend. That's not a quad one win, uh, assuming they take care of business. So what needs to happen? And is there a pathway, Shelby, to Duke getting on the one line? There is, but they cannot lose again. They have to win every game. They'll be 30 and four and then hope a team like Auburn or somewhere around them, Kansas, Kentucky loses and they get in by default. They kind of back in, so to speak, but there is no guarantees at all, but a 34 record and the ACC get the regular season and attorney championship. That'd be tough to keep them off the one line. You know, Shelby, I guess my question there is in Kansas is a, a school that I always hear brought up as a potential one as opposed to Duke. Kentucky went to Kansas. That game was in Lawrence, right, and, and beat them decisively. Well, Duke has a win over Kentucky on a neutral court. They have a win over Gonzaga on a neutral court. Their three conference losses are by a combined four points. Like, just talk me through, like, h- how you guys get to Duke having to do this now to be a number one when they do have – Kentucky and Gonzaga on their resume. That's about all they've got on their resume. Most years, the ACC provides them with seven or eight 
solid wins, maybe more. But this year they're so down. This mock committee I'm on, we've got Duke right now on the two line, and North Carolina, Notre Dame, Wake Forest, and Miami are all in the field, but down around the 11 and 12 line. So there is no other good wins to be had. And uh, for that reason alone, that's why they're down at the two line. Yeah, right now, Kansas, a total of 16 wins in the first two quads, and Duke has 11. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I, I believe Duke is one of the best teams in the country uh, and uh, that they will win the ACC, but they won't be on a one line, and I'll I'll get a nice cigar bet out of that. So We'll, be, we'll find that'll out. That'll be a nice that's one That's why they there. play the games. It'd be such a travesty for Coach K oh, in his oh, last year to have oh, a 30-4 oh. team. That'd be sad. Well, don't lose it home to and Miami. Have a one seat. And don't lose it home to Virginia. All right, let's move on because we got a great guest on. <laughs> I want to get his opinion on some other stuff. <laughs> All right, you can follow Shelby on Twitter at Brackenwag. Hey, Shelby, real quickly, you're doing this mock committee. Where do you guys have Villanova? Uh, on the three line, the top three seeds. Okay, I just I was just curious. Uh, Shelby might have uh, might have retweeted our little discussion a couple I mean, weeks ago. So I guess it's not as difficult to be a three seed as it used to. You got seven win- losses. Well, you could play in a good conference too, unlike the uh, okay. unlike the ACC. Uh, I sent you over, Shelby. Uh, DraftKings has odds right now, yes or no, uh, that they'll make the tournament. And 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 one thing you pointed out on Twitter, which is very important for people to know, bracketologists do it as of now. They're not projecting; they're doing it as of now. Uh, but I, I want to go through a couple teams and get your you know, thoughts on their resume and, and the chances that they could ultimately get in. And I want to start with the team that's playing Duke on Saturday night. That's North Carolina. And the yes is a heavy favorite for them to make the field at minus 750. The no is plus 500. So a pretty big underdog at five to one. UNC's resume is not impressive. They have one quad one win. Uh, certainly, if they you know make it to the ACC championship, they should be in better standing. But you know, if they lose, like it's expected on Saturday, I mean, where is UNC, and and how secure should they feel that they're in the field of 68 right now? They should play every game as if it, they have to win it to get in, because I feel they really kind of do. If in my personal bracket, they're one of the last four teams in. They're in the playing game. And they have a nice record. It's a, there's nothing horrible except the home loss to Pittsburgh, but there's nothing good. You know, you got to win at Virginia Tech. Will be your next best one is Michigan. There's no guarantee they're going to be in. You have zero wins against teams that are in the field, and teams with that type of resume generally don't make it in. Yeah, and and I think I I do think at five to one I think it's worth a bet. Uh, it's not you know I'm not saying it's a lock or anything like that, but those odds, their resume is just not that good. Now they could go to the you know Brooklyn and win a couple games and and help themselves out. But what about VCU? They are playing so well right now. Uh, I think I, I saw your bracket, your latest one. I think they're on the outside looking in. You look at Bracket Matrix, which is kind of an aggregate of of all the best bracketologists out there, and some have them in, some have them out. Uh, they are plus 240 uh, to make the field. So they are an underdog to make the field. They have a quad one opportunity tomorrow against St. Louis. They've got the A-10 tournament ahead. They're playing really good basketball right now. 
Uh, and, you know, Ace Baldwin is back, and he missed some of the early part of the season. So when you look at VCU, uh, how does their argument look to get in? We have had a lot of discussion on them. They've got a nice win at Davidson, nice win at Dayton, uh, but that's about it. They haven't done a whole lot. They've won games they should, except for Wagner, but that is likely a tournament team. Uh, Syracuse win, uh, no, Syracuse isn't good this year. Uh, so they don't have wins against the field. They're, they've got the metrics speak highly of them, but you look at their games, they've won and lost. And I, we're having a hard time with them. We're gonna we gotta see more. The A ten is a decent conference. Probably if they're set right now for one team in. They're probably gonna get two, but who is that second team? And right now we're torn between VCU and St. Bonaventure's kind of close. I think that's it. Yeah, and St. Bonaventure, nice win tonight. Uh we'll see how they play uh in Washington, DC. Uh, in the A-10 tournament. We're uh, talking to Shelby Mass. Make sure to give him a follow, uh, a great follow at this time of year, at Bracket Wag uh, on Twitter. Uh, Shelby, another team that looked like they were going to be dead and buried. Uh, his Their coach goes uh, kind of nuclear at a press conference, and since then, Memphis has turned things around. Uh, they are, uh, you know, at DraftKings, a favorite to make the field, a pretty decent favorite. They've got a huge, huge game uh, this weekend against Houston. Uh, where does Memphis stand? Do they have to win on Sunday to feel secure about themselves, or are they still uh, in good standing with a loss against Houston? A loss would not be harmful, but a win, they'd pretty much be a lock. I couldn't see them being kept out with a sweep of Houston. Uh, SMU is kind of the outlier there because they've lost twice to them. They may end up playing in the semis of the AAC tournament, if that happens, uh, our general consensus is that that's kind of a playing game. Maybe not necessarily to that, to that extreme, but it's close. Um, I think I think Memphis in the end is going to be in the tournament, uh, and I wouldn't want to be a team player. Yeah, they are. They are playing uh, a pretty good basketball right now. Uh, what, what do we do with Rutgers? Uh, <laughs> Rutgers has so many great wins. Can they, they bring the rack with them? Yeah, seriously. Uh, but their <laughs> resume is, is, is wild, right? They have a loss at home to Lafayette. They have, you know, lost to Iona, but they've got six quad one wins. Uh, you know, they, I think they beat Wisconsin on the road. They've got a ton of home wins. So Rutgers has got that bizarre resume with so many quality wins, but they've got some bad losses. Uh, what do you guys make of Rutgers? They're another one of those teams that We've discussed, and we are going to discuss tomorrow and Sunday if necessary. I think that they're probably in right now, but they've got to get a few more wins. Uh, and you know, to, or this weekend will be a nice win, but in the Big Ten tournament, it's on a neutral court away from the rack. they got to win probably at least one and then hope for some other bubble teams to lose, and I think they'll be okay. When you look at seeding in specifics, Wisconsin, uh, another team, great resumes, but the, 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 the computer numbers really don't like Wisconsin. Um, I, I've heard some people make an argument they could be a one. Um, you know, when you break it all down, where do you think Wisconsin ultimately lands? We, we're all in agreement that there'll be a two seed. 
Um, if they lose early in the Big Ten tournament, maybe they fall to a three, but I don't see any way possible for them to get to one. So they'll be uh, two or three. So, Shelby, I know Gonzaga is not considered a mid-major, but we do have some mid-majors that have looked really good this year. Murray State, South Dakota State, some different teams like that. In your opinion, who you think is most equipped to make a deep run in the NCAA tourney? Uh, Murray State is good. They got a lot of athletes on their team, and they play good fundamental basketball. But the teams I'm interested in, I'm really going to watch the Mountain West Conference. Mm-hmm. They've got four teams that are probably going to be in. Nobody sees them because they're on the West Coast. And, and they're good, solid basketball. They got older teams, and that bodes well in the tournament. We have voted two of them in already, uh, Boise State and Colorado State. And Shelby, we, we got to run. He is Shelby Mass Great stuff, at Shelby. Bracket Wag on Twitter. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, well, Bet Rivers has you covered. We have city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly. Pittsburgh and Washington, D.C. Get your city cast wherever you get your podcasts. They are sponsored by Bet Rivers. That gentleman right there, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Got a couple games uh, going on in front of us. Sean is uh, happy and sad all at the same time because he's happy. The Ducks have that the closed Ducks- the five to four, which I said. I still thought they had a shot based on the flow of the game, but Moorhead State is self destruct self destructing. They were up. 10 now they're down two still think they can eke out a victory here but it should not be this close yeah belmont leading the ovc semifinal 44 42 right now 7 12 to go in the second half and i think belmont on some sort of like 10-0 run or 12-2 run something like that uh so belmont the winner of that gets murray state uh i know i think who I think Mike Palm here at the network uh, went all in on Murray at minus 190 to win the the OVC. It's probably a good bet. Neither one of these teams look like they can beat Murray. I, and, and I just hope, and this isn't no offense uh, to Moorhead State or Belmont fans out there. I know there's a lot of them listening. No, I will have, I will definitely be 
personally uh, vindictive if uh, Morehead State blows this. <laughs> but uh, I, I just I want Murray State to win this conference. Uh, they're in regardless, and great stuff from Shelby Mass. Appreciate him jumping on the show. Check out his Twitter handle, at BracketWag, uh, as he kind of gives you the breakdown of, of what the committee is, is likely thinking uh, heading into all of this. Um, but I, I just want Murray State to, to win, and, and hopefully the win that they get helps them boost their resume a little bit more, and maybe they can get up to a, a seven line. I, I, I really hope they don't fall in an eight, nine, and they get you know Kentucky or Auburn, I mean, I would love to see a Murray State go up against. I mean, I would love to see him go up against like a Purdue in a seven-two situation. Uh, it would be interesting to me. Very. Um, but I, I think they got some work to do. We'll see if they can make some moves and and get off that line and and maybe get some uh, some love from the committee. I think I just got a flagrant two potentially in the Moorhead State Belmont game, which would be tremendous because that would. It would be free throws in the ball. But it also would be ejection of the offending player, right? Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I think, I think <clears> this is a breakaway. This they're was calling it a common foul. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, by the way, a, a new cigar bet has been made tonight. Uh, you've got Duke to be a number one seed. Yeah, it's done. It's going to happen. All right, double Anthony, you double no, up. No, no, no. You always, when you think you have an edge, you always want to go double up, double up, double up. You just said. It's going to happen. That Whoa. seems – I'm not I, – I, Positive reinforcement. I'm just saying. I mean, Is confidence a bad thing? No. And if you're so confident, like Villanova is going to lose in the second round, make the bet now. Uh, I'll tell you how to see the, uh, the bracket. Okay. And I hope Duke wins. I just put a decent bet on them to I'm win the I'm trying to get ACC. the Anaheim Ducks game tied up at five, okay? Well, you got your Duke shirt on there. <clears throat> right, that's you. for tomorrow because we don't have a show tomorrow. So I wanted all of our – Viewers to know, like, this is who we're rocking with. Are you going to lay 12? Right. It's it's people in places around this country that are walking through the sports bar, casino, whatever, they're looking at this, and I want them to see Duke. Oh, yeah. That's why I got the big D. I know. I mean, because Duke is so, they get so little love. I mean, they you, they need it more. You know, they're, they're under the radar. No one talks about them enough. So yeah, I'm watching this Portland game. They have like the fake Dirk Nowitzki at halftime. He needs to be told. I mean, he just you know how Dirk used to do that fadeaway like with the one leg kick. He just tried it and came up probably ten feet short of the rim. Uh, Portland leading at the half, thirty-four to twenty-nine. Uh, we took Portland in this one. Uh, so hopefully that uh, that can come home. Well, talk us through UNC Duke tomorrow. UNC Duke right now. Duke is. A 12-point favorite against North Carolina, their arch rival. Uh, 12, I'm seeing a, a 12 and a half now at DraftKings. I told you it'll be 13 and a half by game time tomorrow. So would you tell people to bet it? No. I just It's a rivalry game, so they can always go either way. We're the much better team. I do think North Carolina will come out trying to spoil Coach K's last home game. You know, but I mean. I mean, I'll say this. Duke, the last two games both on the road and both against mediocre teams, but still went to Syracuse, won by 25, went to Pitt in a really easy letdown spot, looking ahead to the finale of the season against your rival, Coach K's final game, and they hammered Pittsburgh by 30. So you look at how they've been playing lately, uh, going back to the game that you went to, Sean, down at Florida State. Continue to play at a high rate, so... 
I know where the public's going to be. The public is absolutely going to be all over Duke. Uh, to your point, this is a rivalry game. And I, I, I would say this. I, I go back to at least two of the four losses are pretty explainable, right? The Gonzaga win, mm-hmm. go to Ohio State, meltdown in the second half. The Virginia loss, Virginia kind of always plays Duke tough, even though if they're not ultra-talented. <clears throat> and they just destroyed UNC 48 hours prior. The other two, Florida State's always kind of a tricky place to play for Duke. We never They were that. healthier then. And We've taken the number one team there before and not won multiple times. Like, for whatever reason, Tallahassee, Florida is Duke's kryptonite. Always has been. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, so you got nothing for us. Nothing on, on Duke. They're, I think we're going to play lights out tomorrow. I mean, we have three first-round picks. I know you do. Yeah, so, I mean, we're supposed to be the team like North Carolina. Again, but we don't have depth. The so, we're always at the mercy of picks. foul trouble. Our roster, our lineup is completely different when we get past our first five. Bonchero, Griffin, Moore, Keels, and Williams. Like, those five there can win a national championship. But if we have to get to our bench... You know, it's not necessarily national championship caliber, you know, personnel. So hopefully we'll have some guys that overachieve. Remember the last time we won the national championship, Grayson Allen kind of played above his head in the in the tournament. You know, he was a sixth man on that team. You know, Justice Winslow had the game of his life. So, I mean, it's going to take some of that kind of stuff. And by the way, Moorhead State is up three, four and a half minutes to go. Look like they're finding their rhythm. For those that don't know, I have Moorhead State close out a parlay here today on the money line, and I have them plus 900 to win the conference. So they win tonight. It would put them in the conference championship game versus Murray State. Not completely confident that they can win that, but I know they can't win it if they don't get to it. (laughs) I can guarantee that. Uh, Yeah, that is fair. That is a a fair statement there uh, on that. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into uh, the night uh, tomorrow, I should say. Very big slate of college basketball final regular season weekend for Power Five conferences. We will have a conference championship in the Ohio Valley tomorrow. Uh, obviously, we won't have a line on that because this game is uh, still going on and uh, hopefully going to conclude uh, with Moorhead State being victorious uh, for Mr. King here and uh, he can cash a uh, cash a winner. Um, only other bet we've got going on, Portland. Uh, they lead at the half by five over San Diego just down the road uh, at the Orleans. So uh, just kind of looking back at the at the day that was, uh, nothing too out of the ordinary uh, in, uh, in college hoops. You know, uh, Central Michigan almost won as a 13-and-a-half-point underdog. Didn't come home. Ohio, uh, Ohio did lose. There you go. Ohio was uh, laying 10 on the road at Northern Illinois, and the Huskies were barking tonight. Plus 425 on the money line. Don't look now. San Jose State, the worst team in the Mountain West, has actually given Utah State a little bit of a game. Uh, San Jose State, a home dog of 12, is down by four right now against Utah State. Uh, Conference tournaments today, the Arch Madness, all the top seeds prevailed. Uh, the only one not to cover was Missouri State. Uh, they won by nine, but they were laying ten and a half. So tomorrow uh, we will have Northern Iowa against Loyola Chicago, a game we just saw 
uh, towards the end of the regular season in which Northern Iowa won in overtime. I think it was 102 to 96. Uh, so I imagine Loyola will be a favorite tomorrow against Northern Iowa. And then Missouri State, you're on them. Uh, Aaron's on them. A lot of people like the Bears to come out of Arch Madness. They will take on Drake. Drake, impressive. Uh, lost uh, one of their guards to the season for a torn ACL, but came out, beat the Salukis uh, pretty comfortably, beat them by 13 uh, spot. I like Southern Illinois, and I was uh, dead wrong on that one. So we will see uh, come tomorrow. I like when me and Aaron are on the same side. That yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah. Good. Aaron's a smart guy. I told him he should put like a YOLO bet on Maryland to win the Big Ten. Why would he do that? Well, just because. They're actually playing better. Yeah. They're not going to win the Big Ten, but they're playing better. You could do it for them. Yeah. I don't have any attachment to Maryland. I thought you pulled for your pockets. I do. Well, I'm not betting Maryland. I've actually been covering quite, quite a lot lately. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only. $19. Whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Hoops Peterson. Sean is sweating this game out. By the way, sign up today for 19 bucks. VEASAN.com slash madness. This game is madness and a three-pointer. Oh my goodness. They wiped it off. A timeout was called. <sighs> Bro, by Belmont. Moorhead State point guard has the ball, 23 seconds, is holding it, and just lets the Belmont guy take it. This is unbelievable. You got to see this to believe this. Like, look at him. Watch him. He just standing in the guy to take the ball from him. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you. That's why I got out of coaching. Oh. They almost turned the ball over. So Belmont called timeout uh, and from the wing, they buried a three. But we got uh, seven and a half seconds to go. By the way, if you just took the points with Moorhead State, all you're hoping for is no overtime. Moorhead State was catching four and a half or five. They lead by two. Belmont has the ball. For Sean's sake, we're hoping this thing comes home on the money Bro, line I here can't for believe Moorhead 21 State. just let the dude take the ball from him. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> Am I lying? I mean, the Moorhead State Have point I ever guard seen anything like is, that? is standing there and just lets the guy take the ball from him. Quite reminiscent of uh, Jay Williams standing at half court at Cole Fieldhouse and Steve Blake coming over and stealing the ball at the end of the first half. Boy, that's unbelievable. Small difference between the first half and, uh, oh, we got a chance here. Oh, he just missed the net. So I'm sweating a couple games if you guys can't tell. Yeah, I should just let Sean just yeah, take, I have the take Anaheim, it off. I have the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, it's 5-4. They've gotten back into this game. I also have Moorhead State, but I have them on the money line. 
So I'm definitely not looking for overtime. Hopefully Belmont misses and uh, we can get out of here right now because I definitely don't want this game to go to overtime. Not, I don't want it. <laughs> I take that back. I don't want Belmont to win in regulation, but I'd rather it not go to overtime as well. Yeah, overtime. Can they have it? Don't shoot a three. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, no. Yes. Good block. There it is. Game over. Game Sean. over. Let's go, baby. Good call. Great call. Now, by can you. we get a goal by the Anaheim Ducks? Moorhead stayed on the money line. Did not deserve to win, but hey, we will cash the ticket anyway. Moorhead State comes home on the money line. They will now face Murray State in the OVC Championship tomorrow. That'll be the first auto bid handed out in this year's field of 68. And uh, if you were with Sean tonight, you could have got as high as plus 190. Looks like at uh, our friends at the South Point had Moorhead State plus 190 on the money line. So Moorhead State, the Eagles. Go on, Ducks. Upset Belmont and get the win uh, to head on to the OVC Conference Championship game. All right, so we're empty net time in Ducks uh, nights. <laughs> so we're going to get an icing here. So we'll have the face off. Oh, boy. Looks like they wiped the icing off. Yeah, it does. Which is fine. I'd rather. Oh, gosh. Wow, we got so lucky. There's a broken stick on the ice in the Anaheim Duck game, and the puck hit the stick. It was going in the net. If you got that mojo on your side here. Sean. Yeah, we're going to find out. We have under a minute left, so we're live watching <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks versus the Vegas Knights. Going to have a face-off on the Knights or in the Knights uh, side of the court, or ice, I should say. So we'll see. What a win by Moorhead State. I mean, it was never in doubt. The win, yeah, never in doubt. It's never in doubt. Never in doubt. Mm. They, I mean, they were up double figures. The, the right side came home, and they were, uh, you were just hoping no overtime was where the dog went to die. See, I mean, I don't know what kind of you've got this mojo where I bet games <laughs> like NCA and T, and it blows up in my face. I bet Mississippi State against Auburn this week. That goes to overtime. And you, you know, you've sat here, I don't know how many countless nights where you've got puck line, you know, no business. Games are tied with a minute and a half. And it's like, oh, we got an empty net goal. Oh, look at that. Hey, so, hey, 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 I need I need the team that has the goalie on the side. I need them to score. I need this to go to overtime. By yeah. the way, the Knicks and uh, Suns game. Down uh, to two. Knicks are up 110 to 108 uh, in uh in Phoenix tonight, so uh, an opportunity there for the Knicks as uh, six and a half point underdogs. A total that uh, is uh, a little bit in question here with a minute and 18 to go. They're at 218 right now. The total uh, close actually came down to 221 and a half. Oh, this is definitely over. Yeah, so oh, yeah. you're actually feeling pretty good shape. And RJ Barrett did exactly what he did at Duke, he just missed a free throw. <laughs> Bad, bad sequence by Portland. Turnover in the backcourt. And one opportunity for San Diego. Me and Tim are on Portland tonight. Look at this. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's just... Oh, good Lord almighty. And they still don't get it. Like, if you're going to foul, foul. Like, I don't mind guys fouling, but don't only a little ticky-tack and... Uh-oh. Awful. Just absolutely dreadful. 
I mean, you just threw the ball at the back of a player. And and then, oh, I'll smack you on the wrist, and it's an and one. Ah, we're going to lose this bet, by the way. I don't think so. I think so. I, st- I still think you know, they're very unathletic. I mean, having seen Portland, I just rode with you on this. I probably am really, like, questioning why I would wager with this program. But I mean, they beat San Diego they're by the better 32. Team. They're a the better team. Just uh, shortly there ago, but... Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see Portland's what... the right side. Now, will they cover the two and a half? Because I didn't get a good line. I don't know, but I do think they win the game. Well, they're getting bullied inside now. This is, I mean, this, uh, honestly, if this, if I start the day with the NCNT, A&T beat, and then this just, I, don't, I mean, tomorrow's going to be awful. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Uh, hopefully, Sean, this game's still not over. This hockey game's still not over. Uh, 27.5 seconds. The face-off will be in front of the Knights' goal. So if they can win the face-off, they should get a legitimate scoring opportunity. Uh, we got a we got a lot of games to bounce through tomorrow. Uh, just uh, just a reminder: uh, if you missed them earlier, Tom Casale, uh, our good friend from NBC Sports Bet, uh, really likes Virginia on the road tomorrow at Louisville. They are laying three. So he likes. So the it's who's. three now. Yeah, he likes okay, the who's there. Uh, and that, he, he loved UCLA. Yeah, he did. He liked them against USC. Uh, he's kind of the same mindset that I am. That USC is kind of a a paper tiger. Uh, so we'll see uh, as Portland promptly turns the ball over. And uh, you know, one game, and we could talk more about this on the other side. We'll kind of bounce through, but Tennessee and Arkansas. That line, you know, opening at six, Sean. It's already up to seven in some spots. Um, and that's going to be surprising. I think Arkansas is going to be a public dog tomorrow, catching that many points. I think it's a tricky spot uh, for the Razorbacks. I think the the point spread is kind of telling you something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as as Tom mentioned earlier, it you know it's true. I mean, Tennessee at home has dominated some really good teams: Auburn, Kentucky. Now, Kentucky didn't have Ty Ty, or Ty Ty wasn't fully healthy, but it, it seems like a Maybe a run out of gas spot. And I've actually heard a couple, you know, folks who follow Arkansas and uh, cheer for Arkansas kind of hoping like, hey, you know, we kind of need this cool down moment. We need a, we need some uh, a loss to uh, to to set us in the right space here. So uh, that's a that's a big one tomorrow. Uh, Indiana could really use a win at Purdue. Uh, they are. A 10-point underdog are the Hoosiers at Purdue tomorrow. Uh, they could really use uh, that uh, that win tomorrow. So here's what I think I'm going to do tomorrow mm-hmm. <clears throat> is I'm going to put Virginia money line together with Tennessee money line. Okay, I like that. That's, that's what I think I'm going to do. Early, got to get there early, Sean. I know yeah. you're. I'll probably do it tonight because my account money lines don't come out yeah. until the morning. Oh, that's right. Gosh, I always forget about that. And San Diego and one. They're getting dominated on the boards right now. I think San Diego might be the right side in game. No, seriously, I'm just watching this. They're they're getting bullied inside by San Diego, and uh, this this just has the feel of, and it just would go par the course with today. Yeah, I think we're on the right side. We'll see if they they pull it out, but I like uh, where we're at. A lot of uh, a lot of games to get to tomorrow. College basketball, couple conference championship games as well. Uh, so we will get to as much as we can get to. And if we can't get to them all, the good thing is Hoops Peterson is coming up top of the hour. The Greg Peterson experience. He will break down the entire massive college basketball card 
that is out there for you at the top of the hour. But Sean and I will take a look at some of our favorite plays when we come back. It is the Nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC sandwich today. Mm, does look good. I am so glad KFC will be closed when I get off work because I, I just I want some originals so bad. Like I would do like a fat boy special tonight. I could find you a KFC that's open. No, 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 no. Please don't. Want me to? I mean, I'm sure it's Las Vegas. Come on. I mean, I, I want to go get like eight. There's pieces. a KFC. Uh, two miles from here, 11. Uh, it's open till 11. Hey, let me see your phone. I'm going to Uber Eats. <laughs> I might have to do it. I'm going to call ahead. There you go. I'm going to drop a fresh eight piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final seconds uh, in Phoenix, and this game is. Oh! Wow. At the buzzer. <laughs> Never in doubt. 115, 114. Three pointer at the buzzer. Cam Johnson. I hope that and he's a North Carolina kid, so I hope that's not like a sign. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow is right. 114-112 was the score heading into that final possession. They almost did a little Villanova pitch back, and Cam Johnson buries the three. The Suns win 115-114 over the New York Knicks. And now the Knicks are one game closer to clinching the under uh, for your boy here. I have under 43 wins. They are two losses away from yeah, clinching that's that. Not, you can go ahead and I know, put that chicken ticket it, on the get cash just, side. It's just nice when it's you know officially the You know the moral home. of tonight's story? What's that? Charge your phone before you come to work. I mean. Because when the Knicks went up 10 in the third quarter, I went to reach for my phone to in-game bet the Suns money line because I'm sure it would have been at least plus 200 or more at that point. And my phone was in the back on the charger. And we were on air, so I couldn't, like, go I mean, and get it. Then by the time we got to the break, the Suns had whittled it down to, like, a three-point lead. 
They also needed a, a buzzer beater. But I, hey, it's <laughs> is that ticket gonna cash if we had the Suns? Yeah, and you know game for plus money to you win. You know what? I'm surprised you didn't have that bet because I mean your mojo was. Well, my phone was was not next to me. I was trying to make the bet. I know you were. All right, and let's get some of this good mojo tonight. Come on, Portland. Portland pilots, ride that ship. Let's go up six right now. Uh, over San Diego. All right, let's uh, let's. So, what do you love tomorrow? You haven't told me college basketball wise. Can, can I set the stage? Yeah. So picky, so impatient. You know we. Well, I want to know. Okay, well, relax. So there. I can make sure I write it down right. Can I do the segment properly? I apologize. All right, let's take a look at the slate for Saturday, and uh, I will uh, I will jump to an early game. It is 14th-ranked Arkansas at 13th-ranked Tennessee, and I'm going to lay it with Tennessee. It's a lot of points, uh, but I do think this is a, just a tricky spot for uh, you look for at Arkansas taking on Tennessee here. The line's telling you something. It's already been bet up to 6.5. Tennessee's been playing as good as anyone in the country. By the way, they have a loss against Arkansas not too long ago. Uh, going back to February 19th, uh, that was a 10-point loss. Since then, Tennessee has now won uh, three in a row. Uh, if you include that Arkansas loss, they've been rolling in the uh, in the SEC. So I think Tennessee gets their revenge. I think they win. And I also think, Sean, what you mentioned with Virginia, I think Tennessee is a nice uh, money line parlay partner uh, to find out there. So And Tennessee's at six. Is that the number you have? Yeah. Uh, Six is What's pretty the best un- number you can find? The best we can bet here in Vegas is six and a half. So, okay. And you think it's playable up to? Uh, I, think, I think you play it. I would just play it at six and a half. <laughs> play it there. Well, I'm just saying it. I'm, I'm going to go money line anyway. So either that or I'll buy the points. Mm. I wouldn't go crazy buying points in college basketball. Um, all right. Let's, well, if uh, I could buy a point and a half down to five. And lay the 140. I wouldn't do that. I would yeah, not. Just go money that. line or either lay the six and a half. That would be uh, money line with uh, with another dance partner. If, uh, if you yeah, because like this has like Tennessee by blowout. That's the way I'm thinking. Uh, and uh, that's the way I would roll with it. Uh, a game that, you know, as we kind of bounce around a little bit here uh, that I'm intrigued by. And, you know, you just look at the way that. They've been playing as of late, and that's VCU. A very important game for them. Uh, they continue to try to uh, to work on their resume. They're they're getting two on the road. Um, not a big fan of laying points on the road, but you know VCU has been playing exceptional as of late. Uh, so that is a an interesting spot, certainly to say the least. Tomorrow, uh, one more real quickly. Late night. I think this is a really really bad spot for UNLV on the road at New Mexico. And the line is quite short. Uh, You can bet it at here at Circa at four. Most spots, it's three and a half. I think the public's going to fire away on UNLV. UNLV is certainly playing at a very, very high level. So you're fading a hot team, but going on the road to New Mexico, just around the corner is the Mountain West Conference Tournament, Sean. I think this is a tricky spot. They played so well earlier this week, winning on senior night. Bryce Hamilton's been playing well. I think this is a letdown spot. Uh, I think New Mexico, uh, if you can catch the four uh, like they have here at Circa, I would I would go ahead and take the four 
with uh, with the Lobos. Have you ever been in the pit? Mm-hmm. So well, weird, no, actually, no, I haven't been. It's a weird little deal. It wasn't what I anticipated. Yeah, it wasn't. And but it was. I went on the court, put a couple shots up. Did you? Yeah. Um, we were in town. Um, we were. I was calling New Mexico. Mike Loxley was the head coach versus Texas Tech. It was Tommy Tuberville. Oh, okay. And so uh, we were doing like a facilities tour the day before, and I said I want to go in the pit. So I went in, and you know they had a couple basketballs around. It, it's if you haven't. The lighting was what really like, because it's kind of a dimly lit arena. So I could see UNLV having pro- problems shooting. You know, I'm sure some of those guys aren't as familiar with it as some of the other ones who maybe been there and played at New Mexico before. But I like that. That line is saying that New Mexico is live. Uh, biggest game of the day, biggest game arguably of the college basketball season with the magnitude of the uh, legend retiring. That is Coach K. Final game for Coach K at Cameron Indoor as high as 12 and a half at DraftKings, as you see it right there, as low as 11 and a half. Is this a spot where the Duke Blue Devils, who have already beaten North Carolina by 20 this year, my worry is, I mean, Duke's winning this game. They're not losing. But my worry is you're getting the best effort from UNC, all the cliches, you throw the records out. I just worry, Sean, this game's not going to get going until like 625 a lot of pomp and circumstance, all the alums there. I think you could either see this Duke team, similar to what they did in uh, at the Dean Dome, come out and run away with it, or I could see it be a little, they could be a little tight, you know, a little nervous with everything going on, and this game is single digits, you know, until the end. I'm not betting this game. Uh I think Duke is a superior team. I'm not a big believer uh, in in UNC and Duke at its best, like we've seen these past couple of weeks. Uh, in the last time, you know, when the game you were at, when they ran away and hid from Florida State, at their best, they win by they cover this number. I just think this is a weird situation, knowing it's a rivalry game, everything that's on the line, uh, everybody that's going to be there, the ticket prices, all of that. Uh, it's a hard pass for me. Well, a couple of things. One, you know, I don't bet with or against Duke. It's just. I just remember <clears throat> how much crap you gave me for I know. never betting on Notre Dame. I know. And you were a complete hypocrite. I know. I just was, like need- I was hi- needling you. Like you were a hypocrite <clears throat> about going on a trip and getting a present, which, you know. Secondly, only haters like Greg Peterson would bet against Duke in this type of situation. <laughs> Coach K's last home game. <laughs> Thirdly. <laughs> There's just something that tells me that the karma gods of college basketball are not going to allow the last Duke-North Carolina game in the career of Coach Krzyzewski to be a blowout. Just the karma gods are telling me that Duke's going to win, but it's going to be a classic game back and forth. You know, like some of those times when Duke has had an inferior team and won. I think uh, when – Doc Rivers' son hit the three to win. Yeah, I mean, North Carolina was a much better team that year. But it's just something about this game that brings out the best in both teams. So I just think the college karma gods are going to give us a classic basketball game that Duke wins. But I don't – if I was going to wager on the game, I wouldn't be willing to lay the 12 and a half. But I'm also going on an emotional whim that it's the karma gods are going to keep an inferior North Carolina Tar Heel team close, not their actual talent ability. Yeah, 
I think it could be. I don't know. I, I, I like I said, I'm not gonna bet it. I just I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, but all right, that's gonna do it. All uh, right, man. Hoops Peterson coming up top of the hour. He will be breaking down these games, I'm sure, in much more depth. Have a great weekend. We will be back on Monday. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. See you. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.